This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. Friends, how many of us have them? Friends. 77 WABC. This is a top to a, you know, what we use on stage, but it's very, very special because if you can see, yeah. the numbers all go to 11. Look, right across the board. Oh. 11, oh, 11, and most of 11, and then amps go up to 10. Exactly. Does that mean it's louder? Is it any louder? Well, it's one louder, isn't it? It's not 10. You see, most most blokes, you know, be playing at 10. You're on 10 here, all the way up, all the way up, yeah. all the way up. You're on 10 on your guitar. Where can you go from there? Where? I don't know. Nowhere, exactly. What we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? Uh, put it up to 11. 11, exactly. One louder. Why don't you just make 10 louder and make 10 be the top number and make that a little louder? These go to 11. Rob Reiner and Christopher Guest, Spinal Tap. That came up earlier in today's show. Lou Rufino's, I, I got to tell you, man, I get a lot of credit for the show being the monster that it is, and it is a monster, number one. Even Mark Levin talked about it for an hour the other night. And while I deserve all the credit, all of it, I, I have to give uh, some. <laughs> I knew it was only going to be, what's the percentage? <laughs> I got to give some credit to Lou. I just, <laughs> Justin and Noam and... You, but you really are great. You really are. You, you sound, but you uh, know we're working till 11 today, right? We, we're working till 11 today? Right. Okay. I'm wondering if you're going to get it at some point <laughs> yeah. in the next minute. No, I know. Uh, okay. Listen, I got bad news for Brian Kilmeade, who I love dearly. And I always <laughs> say that Janine is the best talent at Fox. She is. I love Jesse. I love Brian, obviously. But uh, I think the ratings have been so great the last two days in the 10 o'clock hour. And uh, I'm Sid Rosenberg, sounded like Donald Trump, and I do approve this message. They've just been fantastic, terrific, out of this earth. So I don't know what's going to happen there. I don't know. we got a lot of ratings issues. <laughs> you know, it's a lot of things to fix, Sid. You know, we're going to fix them. We're going to fix them. we got a road ahead. we got a lot of bad numbers ahead now. We're going to have some good numbers. Talking about great it. ratings, the five, every week that five gets them. And, of course, she's on Sunday morning, I love her. Judge Janine Pure, I've got a huge crush on Janine for years. Janine, good morning, sweetheart. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I mean, better than our friend is these days. I, wow. You know, he's still out there playing golf this morning with Giuliani, and he's laughing and having a great time, but he needs to come up with about $450 million, uh, literally, literally, over the next couple of weeks to post before the appeal process even starts. Yeah, and, you know, that's what's so amazing about the whole thing. Since when do you have to post the judgment uh, money in order to appeal? Look, Letitia James stands ready now to seize Donald Trump's assets. Everybody's shaking their boots. But here's the problem. A woman like that, with the power that she has, and a judge, Angeron, has the ability to basically strip down someone of all their assets. And that's basically what happened. And I'm not going to go over the whole thing again, except that there was no fraud. There is no victim. They didn't make, they didn't miss a payment. There was no uh, default on anything. All the covenants were met. And they were considered a top tier, the Trump organization, a top tier uh, uh, platinum organization that banks wanted to loan money to because banks made millions, hundreds of millions of dollars. 
But that's not the issue anymore. We've entered a, the, a twilight zone that is so crazy, Sid, that they literally will take your money away if they can't jail you immediately. And then you've got this guy, this idiot Biden, who's out there saying, uh, his people are saying, we're not going to debate Trump. We don't want to give Trump an opportunity to lie. And Joe Biden, every time he opens his mouth, he lies. I mean, you know, I mean, think about it. How did he win the presidency? He basically said that his son's laptop was Russian disinformation after Anthony Blinken got 51 so-called intel officers to say that. And Blinken admitted it afterwards. And now, you know, we realize that he might he would not have won the election had people had that information. And now Joe Biden He's now saying, you know what, well, I never got any money from communist China. No, no member of my family did. And by the way, the uh, special prosecutor brought up my son, Bo, and uh, what he did. And, you know, my son, Bo, died in Iraq. No, he <laughs> died in the hospital. You know, every time he opens his mouth, he lies. And they're saying, we don't want to give Donald Trump a platform to debate Joe Biden. That's because Joe Biden can't put two sentences together. Every time the guy shows up on television, I have an anxiety attack. <laughs> I'm worried whether or not he's going to fall down. Is he going to keel over? He looks like a deer in the headlights. It's like nobody's home here. Nobody's home, but I am a world leader. But other than that, what was your question? <laughs> <laughs> that was a perfect answer. You know, um, I was telling a story that uh, Giuliani's playing golf with Trump today. So last Friday... He played golf with Trump. He plays golf with Trump every week. So um, he calls me from the golf course, and he goes, hold on. Somebody wants to say hello. And the next voice I heard on the phone on Friday was the president, Trump, you know. How you doing, Sid? Good to talk to you, Sid. How's everything there? And during the conversation, we, we talked about Andrew Giuliani's golf game. He told me how great I am on the radio. You're number one and how he's excited. Yeah, I'm yeah. coming tomorrow live in a couple of weeks. But he did find time during that short uh, cell phone conversation on the golf course to hammer Biden and talk about the fact that the Democrats are going to cheat. Let me play this for you. This was your okay. colleague Laura Ingram last night, Greenville, South Carolina, town hall, because Trump said the same thing to me on a cell phone just four days ago, and I want to get your thoughts. Lewis, Trump number five. If you have mail-in voting, you automatically have fraud. If you have Okay, well, there's mail-in voting in Florida, That's and right. you won huge. That's right. If you have it, you're going to have fraud. But you won't. Because you don't have any. When you go into a voting place, like you go into one in a, in a properly run state, they look at you, they give you give voter ID, you give all sorts of identification. I mean, it would be very hard to cheat in a mass scale. When you send out millions, like California, I think they sent out 36 million ballots. They don't have a voting booth in the whole place. And then millions of ballots yeah. come back. Nobody knows where they're coming from. Right, but what are you going to do about it? So, uh, the way you win is by swamping them. So let me tell you this. Not only is this on Trump's mind, but I've got a ton of friends and family who love Trump, but they're nervous they're going to rig this again. What do you say? Well, first of all, I mean, you know, the idea of mail-in voting, I mean, it has to be monitored in some way. But there is some truth to the fact that it is vulnerable to people, you know, impacting it differently. And, you know, as opposed to going into a uh, a poll and going in and voting there. But you've got to be careful about this mail-in voting because you don't know who actually is voting. So it presents a more difficult scenario in terms of being able to monitor how those ballots are coming in, who are they coming in from, who has collected them, who is actually voting, 
You know, so there are a lot of issues that are not there when you can actually go into a voting booth and you have to show ID and you have to, you know, make sure and sign that the signature is the same. But that's not the worst scenario. The worst scenario is a scenario where you can go in and just register to vote on the same day that you vote or go in and vote in three states states in one day, like New York and Pennsylvania and Connecticut. I mean, there are a lot of opportunities for fraud. And mail-in voting presents one of them. But in the end, I mean, we've got to at some point recognize that we have to get a grip on this or we're never going to be satisfied with who won an election. And, and so from my, from my point of view, I mean, it presents problems that, that going in and voting doesn't present. If you had an accident, trust Gabu Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabu Law has recovered millions for their clients and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo and Facebook. Call Gabu Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. These are next two names for me, Sid Rosenberg, or even in terms of my dislike, and um, I guess a Republican detractor. To me, they're even. I'm interested to see how you feel. Who's worse, Joe Biden or Nikki Haley? (laughs) Well, first of all, you know, that's an interesting question, Sid. You know, the first thing you want to say is Joe Biden, because he's destroyed this country. I mean, already 7.2 million illegals in this country where he's like, uh, you know, uh, you know, the borders are secure. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but in the end, uh, he can't say much. So, you know, you have to say to yourself, oh, yeah, how much of a danger is he? Nikki Haley uh, is a is a smart woman. I don't know what she's doing. Uh, I don't know why she's doing it. She doesn't have a chance to win. I think that she's going to get, we all know she's going to get crushed in South Carolina or her own state. The people who know her best are rejecting her and voting for Donald Trump instead of her uh, by a two-thirds majority. And so you say to yourself, why is she doing it? She's doing nothing but helping the Democrats. In this Republican primary, all she's doing is destroying the the uh, the, the Republican uh, candidate for president. And you have to wonder how dangerous is a woman like that? Is her ego that big? Does she really believe what she's saying? Is she being paid to say all this, you know, by the big money people who don't like Donald Trump? Because in the end, she's going nowhere. The Democrats will applaud her. They'll say, isn't it wonderful? Nikki Haley's so smart. But they'll t- throw her to the curb as soon as this Republican primary is open. She's got no future. The only future she's got, Sid, is she's thinking, well, maybe if Donald Trump doesn't end up running, you know, I'll be the woman standing because I got rid of all the fellas. 
you know, um, you know, uh, she doesn't uh, impress uh, me at all. Nope. I think she's just a destroyer. Agreed. Uh, there's uh, one more that I want to get to this story that uh, has caught your interest. And now that I've read it, it's caught mine too. About a high school basketball game, yeah. but um, I want to ask you about uh, Navalny. You know, they tried to kill this poor bastard for years. They poisoned this guy like every week, this poor guy. And they got it done. All right, Putin killed him. I mean, you had to see Joe Biden and Kamala Harris like they're Sherlock freaking Holmes. Putin killed him. Oh, wow. That is, that, let me tell you, that is great policing, guys. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you two morons. So, yeah, so he's dead. And now, of course, uh, Trump doesn't care. And Trump is busy comparing himself to Navalny. And again, you know, I don't know what's going to happen here between us and Russia. We're promising these big-time sanctions coming down on Friday. What that means, I don't even know. But for you, this Navalny death, how big is that in the big scheme of things? Well, honestly, you know, it's just us looking at Russia and saying, you know, thank God we live in America and we don't have a leader who's killing people. I mean, in the scheme of things, I don't know that it affects us all that much. And, you know, I'd be curious. Yeah, I wonder, by the way, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder if you were interviewed Vincent Foster right before the bullet entered his brain, he would have said the same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You mean the guy who had the rug fibers on the back of his jacket and killed himself in the woods? Yes. I know that guy. I know who you mean. Yeah. But, um, you know, the, the, the the, the, the issue, of course, is that, uh, you know, Joe, uh, Joe Biden in the sanctions, last time he did sanctions against Russians, other than the Russian, uh, uh, w the Russians who gave his son money. I know that there were some people who had given Hunter money that, unfortunately, they forgot to sanction. So I'm not surprised with that. I think, it, by the way, I think it was the mayor of Moscow's wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was a, she was a widow. She gave Hunter, I think, a million or three million. I'm not sure what it was. Who knows for what? But uh, yeah, and they decided not to sanction her. I guess they forgot. You know, they're busy doing other things. And you know, people are talking about the death of Navalny, and I just want to skip for a second and just say I'm more worried about the death of Americans who are being killed by illegals. I'm worried about illegals going after law enforcement and people who are uh, in this country Thank with you. authority and uh, police officers and viral videos going out where the world is seeing that the illegals from Venezuela can beat the hell out of our police, that our migrant shelters that you and I are paying for are filled with illegality and violence, and yet we're giving $10,000 credit cards to these illegals, and then after they come out of jail, we, we pay for them to have food and shelter. This is a bunch of nonsense. And so, you know, talk about Navalny all you want, but the more pressing issue for Americans is the fact that these illegals are being put in a position above Americans, above the minority community. Everyone is being subjugated to them, whether you're a veteran, whether you're brown or black, whether you uh, uh, are relying on the government for support, these illegals have priority over you, and they have emptied out the Venezuelan jails, and we know it because they're beating up cops left and right. And you know whose fault that is? That's Joe Biden, Eric Adams, and Alvin Bragg in New York, where that video went viral around the world, where they're laughing. They're taking down police. They don't hesitate in these migrant shelters to start beating up police officers who are going in there to try to settle the uh, – uh, create some peace in there. 
So, you know, I'm not as worried about Navalny as I am about Americans. Such a great answer. I feel the same way. I swear to God I do. That's such a great answer. You may as well throw Mallorcas and Harris in that mix, too, make it the five of them. But you're exactly right. Okay. As my uh, old friend Larry King would say, Dateline, Massachusetts. Here's the story, folks. (laughs) High school basketball game is abandoned after trans player, listen to this, injures three female opponents with shocking video showing the biological male hurling an athlete to the floor. So you got a, a girls' basketball game in Massachusetts. There's a guy out there who says he's a girl. They let him play, and he starts beating up girls all over the court? Yeah. Well, this is symptomatic of what's going on with this transgender nonsense. Uh, you've got uh, women being basically destroyed in sports. Women's sports is going to be something of the past. You've got the trans swimmers, you know, the guys who can't win in their own team on their own lane who decide that they want to become women and then beat all the women. We also had a very dangerous scenario. I think it was, I don't know if it was hockey or it was some other game where this guy literally took out a woman's jaw and her teeth. I think it was a hockey game. Oh, my God. Wrong. Yeah, and in this basketball game in Massachusetts, you got a trans player injuring three female basketball players. They had to stop the game. This is what's happening in America today, and I'm tired of this trans nonsense. I think half of these people are nuts. And women's sports is going by the wayside, and women are being destroyed. Because, look, the bottom line is men are stronger than women. You can call yourself a woman, take some hormones, and I don't even know who's monitoring whether you're really a woman or you're a trans woman or, you know, at what point you become a trans woman. But they're destroying females, and they're injuring them. And we've got to stop it. We we just have to. But we live in a, in a country right now where the left and backed by the White House and Joe Biden and all this crazy nonsense are just saying, you know what, you know, let these men, they really want to be women. You know, they have this gender dysphoria. They need help. Baloney, you got gender dysphoria, go into therapy and work it out. There you go. So my question, so let me ask you this then, because, again, I'm with you a thousand percent. What a great conversation. But I think uh, the average person feels like because it's the left philosophy, it's a dem philosophy, it's not ours, that if Donald Trump wins, all this stuff is going to be fixed. And the truth is, those are unfair expectations because he could win, and he feels just like you and I do, by the way, Janine. But oh, guess what? There's yeah. still maybe men playing women's sports. Yeah, and, you know, you've got a lot of legislation and a lot going on right now behind the scenes in terms of changing regulations, legislation in individual states, some in the counties, where they're trying to make it law that something is done the way they want it, and if you try to change the law, that is a violation of the law. I mean, there's crazy stuff going on right now. Donald Trump will be able to change a lot of things, but there are certain laws and certain legislators, uh, legislatures, where you know they have a predominant do- uh, Democrat, uh, vote and they're not going to change a lot of this stuff. Yeah. But just like Joe Biden changes country with his leftist progressive nonsense, I think Donald Trump it will go a great way in getting this country back on track. There's no one else that can do it. I mean, if you can't see the strength of this man based upon them literally taking away his money, then uh, you're blind. And I'm tired of the left. And by the way, the left is now starting with 
you know, Russia collusion again and yep. Putin got on Trump. It's a bunch of nonsense. Nonsense. We've got to fight the fight. Fight the fight. He's the right guy and you're the right woman. I missed you last week. You came back this week with a vengeance. You were awesome. You always are. I'll be watching you at 5 o'clock this afternoon, listening Sunday morning. I love you to pieces, Janine. Thank you. Uh, yes. Thank you, and I'm also hosting Jesse Waters' show tonight, so tune in. Oh, you are? 8 o'clock? All yeah. right. I'll be watching for Talk sure. See you later. All right, Janine. See you later. That's awesome. Janine Pirro hosting for Jesse tonight, 8 o'clock. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GaboLaw.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.